everybody. Welcome to Cats on Film Pod. I'm your host, Ray Island, here with my co-host, Skipper. Thanks for joining us every Tuesday as we review cats and film. There will be spoilers. Today, we're reviewing The Witches from 1990, based on the book by Roald Dahl. Yes, the stereotype of black cats running with witches, although there's also a snake with one of the English witches. Let's recap. First, we meet a fluffy black Norwegian cat living with a middle-aged white lady who has all the signs of a witch. Not only a black cat, but also purple eyes, square-toed shoes, claw-like hands, and an obvious wig. Plus, she likes attacking children. The boiling bone-on-meat on her stovetop could be child remains, but that's not even directly hinted at. When she kidnaps the little blonde-haired white girl, Erica, all we know is that she's trapped in a painting in her parents' house for several decades. Good point. The black cat crossing little Erica's path isn't bad luck. The witch accompanying the cat is unlucky for the child. These negative colorist stereotypes can lead to problems for lots of kitty cats who just happen to be born with beautiful black fur. Have you ever experienced that kind of bias, Skipper? Oh, Skipper, I'm so sorry they treated you that way, mistreated you that way. Poor kitty. I love you exactly as you are. Yeah, good kitty. Another good kitty is Eva's cat, Liebchen, who does an admirable job of protecting their room at the Hotel Excelsior when the little boy who's been turned into a mouse is sneaking about. Liebchen gets so close to catching that mouse boy but a dangling yarn toy proves much more enticing than a troublesome little mouse. And that granny's pretty good at play. It's sweet the way Eva's first thought on getting back to their hotel room is to find her beloved Liebchen. Liebchen! But that kitty does not deserve to be called a bad cat just because Eva doesn't understand that Liebchen's attacking the little mouse boy. For sure, tossing the cat performer at Angelica Houston to simulate leaping is a cruel method of staging the unexpected cat trope. Yes, they plan to have quite a lot of mice. Perhaps the Grand High Witch's plan to turn children into mice is ultimately for the benefit of cats. Not only more to eat, but if England is overrun with mice, then cats will have an elevated position in society. Yeah, what did happen to Liebchen after the mouse boy and his granny attacked the witches? Maybe. That hotel certainly needs some help controlling their vermin infestation. That would be a nice happy ending for Liebchen. Indeed. So, what's your review of the cats and the witches, Skipper? I agree. Only one paw for the witches. It perpetuates harmful stereotypes about black cats, and the filmmakers were not exactly kind to the live cat performers. Yeah, they had the Henson studio make some mouse puppets to mix in with the live mice, but they've got no problem throwing a good kitty around. Thank you for listening to Cats on Film Pod. Know someone who loves spooky children's books? Be sure to share this episode with them. Cats on Film Pod is voiced and produced by Ray Island with the music by The Dose Man and additional sounds from freesound.org. Get access to exclusive bonus content and support Skipper and Ray at pod.fan slash catsonfilmpod.
Cats on Film Pod.